Hello, whenever. Oh, fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cross Up. My name is Andy and I am joined by the man who did not go 0 and 4 at the final summoning. <laughs> no, Mr. I did e not himself. go 0 4. <laughs> Hello, well I am Tales of Mr. E. Or yep. rather just Mr. E. But Tales of Mr. E is my Twitter. So, yeah. Here we are. We finally got round to getting together to record the next episode of the podcast, which was probably a week overdue by now. Yeah, I mean, you were on a plane for some of it, so I, I you know, I can understand that there were some understandable logistical issues. But we're here now. We've we've knuckled down. We're going to get it done. But what better place to start than your journey, your trip to LA to play some goddamn Dragon Ball fighters? What was that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Um, so I arrived two days early. I've spent pretty much, so I got family in LA and I pretty much spent the first day and a bit um, just chilling with my family. So that's cool. Then on Friday evening, the, which is the day before the event, I was going around. Uh, pretty much playing games with different, uh, trying to find different people. And the, the guys that I, chill, I hung out with the most were uh, Abigan and Angelic. So okay. Abigan's from Japan and Angelic's from US. Both are really good Marvel players. So, uh, and uh, I've met Abigan years ago in another tournament before. So it was, it was, good, it was good to see him again. Cool. Um, and then from playing them, I, was, I realized... Oh damn! I am not ready for this. <laughs> so, if you did watch uh, some of the LCQs, you probably saw Abigan um, on stream a couple of times. Angelic, unfortunately, didn't make it. He's uh, in the in, in on any of the stream footage, I don't think. But he's he's a really good player as well. So, Abigan has a really unique team. He uses Nappa, Broly, and Super Saiyan Goku. Okay, that's a team I can respect. <laughs> so Abigail's all about the big boys. Yeah. And, oh my god, I've never seen such a crazy napper before. So yeah. Na no, he he you know op really opened my eyes to what creativity that uh there is with the game. Nappa and... has one of my favorite animated things, like in current fighting games. You know that like upside down kick he does? He's <laughs> there uh, jumping heavy. Like that just looks so sick when it hits someone. <laughs> it's like a yeah. full football overhead kick. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I I get you, <laughs> but it's crazy because some of the some of the setups he's got is ridiculous. Like, uh, so if you if he snaps, he literally just runs right to the and hugs the the wall and does two H, which is the the clap. Yeah, and then uh does does a super dash while calling uh, an assist. And then he can, depending on the timing, he'll just land on, uh, he can kind of decide what side he wants to land on uh, when he recovers from the super dash. It is weird. Right. Some weird setup. And yeah, there aren't many nappers in the first place. 
but then when you find a really good one, it's like, fuck, what do I do? <laughs> mm. So yeah, no, it was, it was good playing, playing them the, the day before. Cause it just opened my eyes. I was like, Ooh, I need to really, you know, be careful, be, be wary of anything. <laughs> then when it came to the day of the event, so <laughs> in classic tournament standard time, they said that the event starts at, uh, opens at 10 and the tournament starts at 10.30. It got pushed back to start at 11 because there were still people coming in after 10.30. Oh, man. Because the queue was so long, everyone had to uh, fill out some kind of disclaimer waiver release form thing. Right. It's, it, it covers stuff like, you know, you'll be on camera. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's... Like that. Yeah, I get the feeling that that stuff is going to become more um that stuff is going to become more commonplace as we go forward with this whole fighting games and people watching it thing but mm. um, there's got to be a way to streamline this like so, surely someone like um smash gg if you're doing if there's a way to do like tickets for it maybe it's like look if you've accepted this ticket you've accepted here are yeah. the terms or something like that there's got to be a way to streamline that i'm but, sure i'm sure there must be but I don't know. Maybe. We're going to see more of it, though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but also, there was also a whole thing about if you're under 16 and stuff like that, you know, make sure you're with the Guardian and all that. So, right. you know, the legal mumbo jumbo. Yeah. But when we were, you know, I wasn't there to fill out forms. I was there to play video <laughs> games. Then. As, yeah. soon as, I got, as soon as I got in, I was like, whoo, this is a pretty cool venue. It's not, hmm. not the biggest venue in the world, but it's uh so the venue is is like some kind of event hall that is kind of split into two sections um there's a section on the left which is primarily all uh like or is 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 the console stayed there throughout the entire weekend they also had a screen but there's no like dedicated seating area then on the right side there's a that's where you can see the stage and then on the saturday there's obviously tournament setups and then on the Sunday, it converted into a full-on audience. Um, right, right. Um, yeah, audience seating. Um, so you can see the stage, and that's where, if you were to watch the stream, that's where all the activity, uh, all the uh, action happened. Um, also, what was there? They had some a cool, some cool statues. They had like this giant golden freezer statue. Had a Goku blue statue. Then they had like this little mural with like Goku versus Vegeta, and you can kind of stand in between it because you want to, you know, get hit by both of them, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, Red Bull were giving out like some goodie bags. Um, yeah, so not water though, I hear. Not water. They <laughs> water costs five dollars. That's what three to four quid. Yeah, that's and pretty... um, they ran out apparently. For me, uh, I, I pulled some strings with my Namco contacts and got myself nice. So nice, like, nice, I was like, nice. I, am, I do not want to spend money on water. It's a basic need. <laughs> Good work. Um, they also did give out free Red Bull, as as you'd expect from any event that has Red Bull branding. For so, any fighting game event these days, and it's like, yeah, where's the free much. Red Bull? So, but it did look really cool. Like, um, I mean, I went to Red Bull Kumite last year, and that was. I mean, as far as production's concerned, it was certainly the most impressive fighting oh, game absolutely. I've been to. I mean, I, I went to Capcom Cup in 2015, and that was like a massive stage and stuff. But part of that was, you know, the PlayStation experience as well. Hmm. Where 
whereas Red Bull Kumite was like a dedicated, this is for Street Fighter thing, and that, that was in really a cage sick. as well. It, what, that, that, that is really sick, though. <laughs> like, when you're there, you're like, yes. It's pretty yeah. cool. So, yeah. So, when I got into the event on Saturday, I had maybe like 10 minutes to warm up. So, because because I'm crazy as I am, okay, I I couldn't see a single setup free. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm gonna pull out my Nintendo Switch, the Hori dock, and plug in my stick with some with a brook adapter, and start warming up on the training mode. That's <laughs> that last Ten minutes. The, the the Switch version of this game, I have it. I have touched nothing in the game apart from training mode. Nothing. <laughs> I've not played a game online. Uh, I've not played the single player at all. It's just a portable training mode. I said this before, but like if they released like a like a quote unquote light version of Street Fighter Five on the Switch that had nothing in it apart from training mode, literally zero in it apart from training mode, for like a modest price on the Switch, you bet your ass I would buy that and I would <laughs> drill ages setups on the fucking commute to work. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, I, I, I really like it. I mean, it's it's one of the things I'm kind of hype about Mortal Kombat is there's no way that game is going to look how it looks on the Switch. Oh, but <laughs> training mode. Well, that's... The game mechanics is all intact. So then... Exactly, man. That's, I, that's I think it's a really cool, it's a really cool thing. So I think that you're tactically very sound there. Edwin. That's a very good yeah, idea. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I needed I needed it to warm up. I literally just woke up and then had a cheap, you know, uh, Dunkin' Donuts breakfast because I've not been to dunkin donuts before and uh um we've got them yeah, over here yeah. warm up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty good yeah um so the saturday was freaking grueling like mm. so it is back to back four single elimination tournaments and so normally if they, let's say you enter the tournament for one game You'd only play twice in tournament, at minimum. Okay. Um, in a, in this, this is probably the most unique but fun uh, format I've ever been to for a tournament. Or I guess this is four tournaments. So first, the first time I was like nervous. I was like, oh man, I got to make sure I'm on point. I got to make sure I'm performing. And uh, you know, I was like drop, dropping little things here and there. But hey, I, I won my first match. I was like, ah. Oh, you finally i know andy's not gonna like you know uh, suck it yeah, <laughs> Andy yeah, yeah, yeah. suck it <laughs> yeah exactly unfortunately the you went zero and four content went out the window immediately <laughs> so i am really really glad that i won my first match <laughs> um then uh unfortunately i lost to uh the, the next match um against a, a guilty gear player in the us called kyoku 236 hs <laughs> <laughs> what a name um and then as as each tournament went on i realized like fuck more than half the people here are probably better than me really it is that fierce and i don't i don't consider myself a bad fighting game player but the level of play from everyone there was really good to the point where if you were to look at the top eight of every single LCQ, there, there were a couple of recurring names, but it wasn't consistent throughout the uh, through all of them. The only consistent name you could find was Fenrich. And that's because yeah. 
you know he he meant you know he the guy was destined to get top eight sure definitely like that was that was some i mean how many games did he play over the course of that day it must have been an insane amount of someone i think someone calculated like on the on the first day alone it was like 27 sets or something like that that is more than so the 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 uh, the, the comparison was bonchan at evo i think 2016 where he lost his first match and made it all the way to ninth place at Street Fighter Five, and that was a tournament, an Evo tournament with over two thousand players. Jesus, yes, yeah, and that was only twenty-one sets. I say only; that is still ridiculous. <laughs> that Gordon, yeah. Ben Rich went through twenty-seven sets, and this is and keep in mind this this is the format is oh you've got to start your you know it's back to back tournaments. So the 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 set the next tournament. Next single elimination tournament would have started during the top eight of the previous one. And Fenrich was in top eight of every single tournament. So basically, as soon as Fenrich went out, it was like, Fenrich, your game is coming up. Please go to Paul Ted, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, he had like little to no time to like, you know, get over the loss, the, the shattering loss of getting so close to qualifying. Yeah, man. That's so crazy. It was brutal. And he didn't goes... let it get to him. Didn't let it get to him. Yeah, well, from what I heard, okay, I don't know if this is true, but apparently he, he was like having a, a call to his brother back in Japan just for a bit of moral support after each tournament. Right. Because he was that shaken up. And I, I can't blame him because, like, you know, you're so close uh, and you know that you you are... Uh, you've been putting all this time into the game and you can get into the top eight. Mm. Um, but like I say, you're just so close, but not just not quite there. Um, and yeah, I, I was so happy for him that he managed to make it on the last LCQ, <laughs> which is <laughs> crazy. The gauntlet he went through, going through four single elimination tournaments. So... Yeah, no, um, I was super happy for him. Oh, and the other thing as well is that I don't know if he had an opportunity to eat at all. Because remember, he, he, he's being called out for tor- uh, his tournament match like literally within minutes after finishing his previous one. Oh, man, of like, course, yeah. Like, wh- when, when do you have time to go get food? Do you even have the time to think about food? <laughs> so, like, yeah. This is, and this is this is coming, and I'm just super impressive to watch Fenrich because even if you were to watch his, uh, you know, all his tournament matches, you'll see that you know his, he's he's an execution god. The stuff if you've played Dragon Ball, like the stuff he does is ridiculously hard. So recently, I picked up Cell again um, with the with the new patch, and I'll go into more detail later. And I was trying out some of um, uh, Fenrich's combos. I was like, holy shit, how the fuck does he get this so consistently <laughs> in in tournament? And here I am struggling to do it once in training mode. <laughs> so, no, kudos to Fenrich for uh, making it to the top eight. And sorry, not just the top eight, but even on the Sunday, he <laughs> he, he got bodied by Kazunoko in the first, his first match. And then he ran it all the way back to the grand finals. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of matches. <laughs> yeah. So, it wasn't, was inevitable, though. The winner was the guy who, you know, forced everyone to play four last chance qualifiers you know? <laughs> yeah exactly um no so i but i think i think the real mvp was 
Fenrich, personally. Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Okay. I mean, although Kazunoko, you know, is the better player, MVP, hands down, yeah. Fenrich. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, the, the event was, was really good. Um, I, guess, I guess going back to some of the other matches and single elimination tournaments, uh, I did, you know, I never, I never got past winning one match. Right. And even, and I think it was in the second LCQ, I lost my my first match immediately. And funnily enough, it was against a Spanish guy called Amelis. So, yay, regional seeding. <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, I mean, you know, there was some complaints about the seeding saying that some people were matching up against the same players twice, uh, you know, getting knocked out by the same player and so on and so forth. Mm. But um, I think... Uh, it was Ultra David said that Alex Valle just went on record of saying, like, look, if you can't beat them, tough. <laughs> like, yeah, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not so fast really about uh, seeding uh, in, in truth. Because you know, for, for a start, I never played Amalus before, so whatever. And secondly, because of the format of uh, the fact that it's an LCQ, you don't really care that much about, you know, who is top eight in a single elimination tournament you care about who's qualified into the into the tournament for the next day right so um i can understand both sides of the argument but when in, when a, when there's a tournament that's single elimination i think the integrity has already gone out the window a little bit yeah of, it's already you know, chaos of how representative is the the top eight players in there because at the end of the day even if you were to have have it really heavily skewed with all the best players on one side of the bracket and all the crappy players on the other side, you'd still find who's the best player overall in the tournament. Right. So, yeah, sure, there's a bunch of other factors that are involved with um, a player's state, but, hey, in, in theory, the best player of the tournament will still come out on top. Yeah. Agreed. But yeah. And you know it was, it was it showed in the in the finals um, on the ne- uh, as in the, the on the Sunday that all all the players were really good players. Hundred mm, percent, like especially the LCQ winners, like they all they they put on a really good show. Yeah, no, it was a really really good final. Um, made me pick the game up again. <laughs> uh, and um, man, that's been an eye opener. So. There's been, they announced, uh, it's probably a good place to link into it. They announced uh, some of the season two characters, um, yes. released two of them, mm-hmm. which uh, is always a nice move. I think everyone has to do that now. Like, yeah. if you're going to show something, you've got like... you, you to give them something. <laughs> got to give them something straight away. Exactly. And I think, I think that's cool from uh, pretty much all the publishers that have been doing it. It's like, all right, we're, it's the end of the finals, end of an era, but new characters released. Yeah. Tomorrow or this week, whatever it is, yeah. depending on the, who they are. Or in the yeah. case of a certain company released during the tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone pressed the button early. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they did that. Um, two, some characters have been announced and another world tour and a patch. So we'll start with the characters. Yes. Uh, I'm actually messing around with one of them now. I've just picked yeah. him up. So uh, we've got Duran and we've yeah. got Videl. Those, were the, those are the two characters currently released. Uh, yeah. And they were released the week of the event. So, sorry, within a week of the event. Um, yeah. So, what are your thoughts on them so far? Well, I've only been messing around with Duran so far. I'm like sat in training room right now, and he's he's really fun. Um, I kind of like that he's got a grab 
instead of a heavy. Uh, I don't, re- I've been literally, I've, I have spent, how long has this podcast been on? 15 minutes? I've spent 15 minutes messing around with him so far. So really early, but Fair um, enough. I kind of, I mean, I know nothing about Dragon Ball. I don't even know who this guy is. He could be a good guy, could be a bad guy, could be completely non-canon. I don't know who this dude is, um, <laughs> but he's got, he looks like Lex Luthor if he skipped leg day a lot. And, um, <laughs> but um, he's kind of fun. I like that he's got a big punch as well, but um, I, I really don't know anything more about the character other than um, what so I've just literally what I've just messed around with. So I'm going to be I'm going to be a nerd here. In Dragon Ball Super, uh, the last arc in the uh, that in in the, in the TV series was the uh, Tournament of Power, and he was basically hyped up to be the best uh, to be potentially the guy that is stronger than everyone else. Okay. Um, so he was literally sign. he was literally the final boss. <laughs> uh, right. Cool. That's a good sign because I quite like playing as him so far. Yeah. Um. What's his grab do? What's this? Why have they given him a grab instead of a heavy? What's the crap of that? I, people okay, found, I can't, people I can't say why they gave it to him, but yeah. he's got it. I can tell you what it can do. <laughs> yeah, tell, me, tell me what it can do, because I'm literally in training mode right now. So it's, it, is, it is a grab that you can't break. You know, it's, it's, it's the equivalent of a command grab. Right. Um, so it's a one-button op- button command grab. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally it is a one-button command grab. Obviously, he's got a handful of startup, but yeah, you yeah. can obviously cancel into it. Um, because it's treated as a standard 5H. So right. um, generally, you can't... The, 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 if it's mid-screen, you have to spend bar in order to get a follow-up from it. Because if a, if you try and call an assist bef- just before the command grab, the assist will disappear. Okay. There are a couple of now. moves with similar properties to that. So you can't use an assist to combo after it. Um, right. There might be one or two that are like, super fast but definitely within mid-screen you can't combo after it in the, yeah, corner, in the corner you can because i just did it with android 16's assist there yeah so mm. in the corner you can definitely combo after it using either an assist or you can use um so you can do 5h 5s uh which is his like projectile um super dash blah 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 combo air combo so it does use up your smash so you don't um so you're Combo op- limit. No, your combo opportunity is quite limited, but it's you know a command grab at the end of the day. So mm. um, I think I think the way they designed Jiren is to really get in your opponent's head. So not only does he have a command grab, he also has the counters. So yeah, quarter circle back. Into yeah, there, press a button. You got counters that can do high, high, high and mid. Low, I assume the heavy all one three attacks, like a... and then a projectile one. Is that projectile okay? Yeah, the S one is the is the projectile one. You can even yeah. hold it a little bit longer as well. Um, yeah. uh, so I think I think Duran's is really designed to just get into the head of your opponent. Mm, interesting. So I've been he having a lot of fun with him. He might make uh, the team. He might make the team. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he's a big boy as well. Yeah, he is. He's well, uh, the top bit of him is big. He's not. He's not a yeah. fully big boy. He's a top <laughs> half big boy. But um, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to figure out what to do with Cooler. So maybe um, <laughs> like maybe he could go in the place of him. Um. So yeah. No, I've been messing about with Juren. I've been a team I've I've been using is uh Juren, uh Trunks and Cell. So 
It's mainly because I used to use Trunk Cell 16. And yep. decided, you know what, I'll have a play on one of my previous teams because I've dabbled with so many different teams in the past. And I've got I've got pretty good character knowledge. So I decided, you know what, let's, let's, let's try out this one. Um, and yes, it's, it's, it's really fun to use. <laughs> mm. Like, uh, especially... Uh, I was just trying out, you know, some of the some of the stuff that is really meta currently. It's like, all right, let's see what um, what can do what what can be fuzzied. So when I say fuzzy, as in you do an incoming yeah. snap. Well, you don't. It doesn't have to be incoming, but that's the easiest way to set it up. And then you just you basically do a jumping attack um, to, uh, as low as possible to the ground to keep them in block stun. Yeah. And then you, and then um, as soon as you land, you jump again and do a jump attack to hit them overhead so it's like a rising overhead rising instant overhead and um yeah uh to see what see what i can get from that and yeah he can do it off a medium which is actually really strong because um generally your medium attacks are one of the best combo starters in the game mm. whereas yeah. if you do it off a of light then you're not going to get much off of it his um quarter circle forward S that like run, running tackle is that armor that works on that? It's projectile. It beats projectiles. Okay, yeah, because it's got so, like, a little it bit looks like, like Captain America's charging star in. Yeah, Marvel, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really it looks like that as well. So I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious to see how people use that because yeah. personally, it, I don't see it as much of a use of it other yeah, than maybe combos. You no, I don't. Yeah, you can't really get anything off it. It's just maybe just yeah. get in, get in. Even as, a, even as a get in tools, like because you've already got super dash, so yeah, I suppose you're right. Although you can, although although you can use it against bigger projectiles, it's still a bit, I don't know, questionable to me on on when when to use it. But I need, I can, I'm probably going to dabble with it a bit more after this podcast. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's Jaren. He's man's. That's that's literally all I can <laughs> all I can say. <laughs> Good fun so far. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, who's the other? What's what's her deal? So Videl, mm. um, she's a human, um, which means she can't uh, she can't even do key blasts or anything like that. Yep. Okay. Um, like so, that's why if you were to see the way she plays, she summons Great Cyberman. Yeah. Um, who's who's ba- basically is her like boyfriend, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, at the time it would be boyfriend, yeah. So <laughs> The deep law. The deep law. Someone okay. summons the boyfriend, yeah, to do to be the projectile. <laughs> and yeah, she's really... Uh, I've, from what I've messed about with her, I feel like she's just a rushdown maniac. I even, from, even from watching like Kazunoko and Chris G and a few other players mess about with her, Fidel, she is just pure rushdown. So... It is a bit of a struggle to, uh, you know, try and do any kind of zoning because she doesn't have traditional projectiles, and heck, even her uh, defensive options, she loses. She doesn't even have a reflect. Um, instead, she's got a, like a spot dodge, so she kind of like steps into the background and comes back uh, into the into the plane of view um, for a split second. So. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I've been trying to u- make make sense of when to use it and how to use it, but mm-hmm. even I'm struggling with it. So I'm really Videl's the character I'm most curious to see how people use her in tournament. Right. 
but from what I can see, she's she is fucking savage being a rush. No, it's just pure rushdown. So, yeah, it's, it's this, a, lot, um, a lot of fun if you want to just run forward and press buttons. This uh, does lead to a potentially bigger question for me. So, if she's a human character, so in the law, she's got no powers, and they've continued that law through line into the game. So she can't like just start throwing fireballs. She has to like summon a character. This doesn't rule out Mister Saiyan. No, not really. Because everyone was given <laughs> it. Oh, they're never going to put him in the game because he can't do anything. Well, now we've got precedent. <laughs> yeah. So one of those two characters, Mister Satan, one of the two that haven't been announced. Book it. Believe. <laughs> it Believe could in Mister Satan. Oh, I will man, say I'd, though, I'd love it so much. I will say though, uh, Great Saiyan did um, teach Videl how to fly. So well... that is something that Saiyan. Uh, sorry, that is something that um, uh, Mister Satan can't do. So it'll well... be. It, you could be. It could be a character that just can't fly, but well, good. He's just got nothing. He's like Dan. <laughs> he literally will be missing a lot of game mechanics if he can't fly. All right. Hear me out. He here. might not even have an intro. You know when the when you you know when when there's like the second characters come in. Oh yeah, yeah. He just walks like, on. and they like <laughs> clash with their uh, with their forearms and stuff. Oh, okay. it'd be so good if he just he can't even out. fly. He just he'll walk. just have to, it'll be it'll be the opposite, the opposite character running into them, and he'll probably go flying. Mister Satan with a jetpack. That could work, actually. That could work. I mean, he he's probably one of the richest people on on Earth. Just because... bought bought a jetpack. So he probably has a jetpack, yeah. There we go. Um, the other two characters that they announced were... Um, weren't they two guys from the new movie? Yes, so they were the movie characters. Uh, so Gogeta, right. and specifically the movie version. Mm-hmm. Because Gogeta has appeared in a previous, I want to say, movie, but it might have been uh, uh, Dragon Ball GT as well. Um he is basically a fusion of uh, Vegeta and Goku. Okay. But basically, they use a different fusion method. So that's why he's Gogeta rather than Vegito. Okay. Um, Christ. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Dragon Ball Law. Man, I thought uh, the Satsui no Hado was a load of bullshit, <laughs> but here we are. Uh- <laughs> so he, he's like the, the, main, the main character that, is, that, that ends up uh, fighting Broly. In the new movie, and Broly in the movie is basically the uh, Akira Toriyama going, "Oh yeah, I did design Broly. You know what? I'll write a story for him rather than leaving it to you guys to make like spin-off films and make him canon." And that's the story of Broly. <laughs> well, you know they did it. Um, so you that's... you're going to be able to have a double Broly team, which to me is like all I really want. You just game. want the big, the big boys. Two big monster characters on the same team. I'm pretty hyped for that. That's that's quite good. But that looks like they're a while off by lots of things. Because you notice how in the season pass um, image they were like at, at the end. Yeah. So exactly. there's there's two characters to come in the middle. Yeah. Someone so... and Mister Satan with a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. Well, if it's, for me, if, for me, if I, it's I, that, I genuinely, you know, total total guesswork. 
I know nothing. Me, I really want Bulma in a in a robot. Okay. Bulma is Vegeta's wife, and she's just yeah. like a normal human with that's just like like the best engineer in the world. So that could work. You know, Bulma in a, in a robot. That's that's what I'm thinking, but. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it'll be like fucking Goku Red or something. Wanna, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably not Goku. Yeah, probably another Goku. Might, probably another two Gokus for that matter. <laughs> so the the, the patch. Um, so I probably worth noting. So I went back to it. Um, uh, I'm still terrible at it, but um, it's really helped with one thing. So I'm not very good at um, team games. Just I don't have the head for it. Hmm. Not, you know, and um this is obviously i'm you know still a learning process on this game and um i'm getting there but one thing that i really didn't like about dragon ball fighters is when you're putting blocks done you're just left to fucking deal with it a lot of the time you've got to reflect yep. i spent a lot of time just sucking it up and for me i like hitting buttons man that's what <laughs> i like doing and you know that's 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 my problem that's I understand. That's that's my L to take, and I take a lot of them. And my defense is all right. It's just I don't really know what to do when it's 